0: Hey, Faith Babes, welcome back to God the Promise Keeper podcast, where we talk about all things faith, all things hope, and all things love. I am your host, Daisha Dakara, and thank you again for tuning in for another episode. So today's episode, we will be talking about hope deferred. First of all, y'all, let me tell y'all, this little podcast journey is... It is doing my heart so good. It's it's just, it is fun creating these things because, listen, I'm going to have to do like a bloopers one or something like that and post it um, on, on social media, post it on Instagram or something because the amount of times that I have to hit, I have to delete and I have to start over because I mess up saying something or I don't like how I said something, y'all. Any other podcasters that do that, hey, y'all let me know how it's going for you, okay? Because, y'all... I be starting over all the time. I be starting over. I hit play, then I'm like, oh, I don't like how I said that. Oh, no. Or I jumble up on a word or something like that. But nonetheless, I just want y'all to know I am enjoying this podcast. I'm enjoying this journey, you know, with y'all. And it has brought so much laughter into my life. Because, baby, I be laughing at myself. I be laughing at myself, okay? <laughs> y'all so nonetheless let's go ahead and hop into this episode if y'all again if you are a podcaster and you're listening to this you be supporting me let me know how it's going for you (laughs) what kind of tools you be doing or do you be having bloopers if so share them with me okay let's encourage one another all right but i might do a little bloopers uh a bloopers what a bloopers y'all know what i'm saying a bloopers video to show y'all what I be going through behind this microphone or behind this phone because it's really just a phone all right nonetheless y'all I just went kind of like off but just to give y'all a little insight but today we are talking about hope deferred y'all hope deferred in Proverbs 13 and 12 it talks about hope deferred makes the heart sick I have personally experienced this okay Hope deferred do makes the heart sick. This is also too why the Bible tells us that we must guard our heart. Because listen, if you allow hopelessness to enter into your heart, you will not be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You will not be able to see the good things that's happening in your life. You will not be able to appreciate and value the good people and the things that you, that God has surrounded you with. You won't be able to appreciate, you know, the simplest, the simple, the simplicity, the simple things in your life. If you ate today, if you have a car, if you have a roof over your head, if you're breathing Even if you don't have any of those things, if you woke up, that means that there is still life, that there's still purpose for you to do. That means there's still something on the inside of you that God desires to get out. And he still needs you on this earth for you to for him to be glorified through you. And when we allow hopelessness to enter into our heart, we are blinded to all of that. We don't see. The good and absolutely nothing we begin to get ungrateful we begin to you know complain about everything we begin to murmur about a lot of things and we can't God don't like no complainer. he don't like us murmuring murmuring he don't like us complaining he he, he likes us to be cheerful he likes us to be gracious he likes us to be grateful for the things that we do have just grateful that he is God if we don't ever get another thing, if God never bless you with another thing, if God never answers your prayer, he is still God. And the ultimate hope, the ultimate desire should be that we see him, that we live a life that we may be able to see him, that we may be able to uh, forever and eternally be with him, be in his presence. That should always be the ultimate goal. All this other stuff is just a bonus. It's just a bonus, but we should always, the the ultimate prize, the ultimate reward is receiving our crown, is being in the presence of God forever. And if the enemy can get our eyes off of God, then guess what? If I, oh, this is good, Holy Ghost. If our eyes is not on God, our eyes is on the enemy. Because we could, it's, you know, we either serving God or we just serving the enemy you you take your choice so when you take your eyes when you take your eyes off of god when you take when you begin to allow your tongue to begin to murmur to to begin to complain you are now worshiping the enemy you are now worshiping your problem you have now come into a place of of and into a place of frustration but when you have a heart of gratitude you are worshiping the lord god almighty you are worshiping your savior And if the enemy can allow hopelessness to enter into your heart, you will not see the enlightened end of the tunnel. Hopelessness, when you allow your heart to be deferred from, from hope. And when I looked up deferred, it means like to postpone, it's to get you, it's to cause, you know, a delay in something. So it wants to, the further, the more that you do not have any hope the more that you are coming out of agreement with God and God needs agreement in order we talked about this on the last I can't remember if it was the first second or third one but we talked about this on the on the last episode or one of the last episodes of how God needs agreement i think it was on Mary said you have to partner with God and if the, if your if deferment is able to enter into your heart, there's no way you're able to to partner with God, or it's it's going to continue to be postponed. And now your mind is focused on other things, and your mind is not thinking on the things that are above. Your mind is now thinking on the other things instead of keeping your minds your and your eyes on on God, the things of God, on His promises of what is true. And now you begin to even identify with what is not truth. That's good to me. I don't know about y'all. That is good. That's good to me. That is good to me. When you have hope, hope deferment, it allows when your heart, when your hope is deferred, it allows hopelessness to enter in. And then hopelessness leads to depression. And that is one of the detriments, um, you know, of hopelessness when it leads into depression. A lot of the times, when even when people commit suicide and stuff like that, it's because they had no hope. They had no hope. They had no hope that, that things could get better. There is no, there is no hope. So the, the ultimate assignment for hopelessness is death. That is a lot of times when people, where you begin to want to override the will of God and allow for your feelings of hopelessness to then begin to speak louder than what God has already declared over you. That is why people commit suicide. They, it's just, it's no hope. They don't have any type of hope that things will get better. It's like this this is it. My life will never get better. Hopelessness has overtaken them. Hopelessness is a death assignment. Hopelessness will put you on a path of destruction. Hopeless hopelessness it is, I think, I, I think sometimes we underestimate under hopelessness and the power of hoping. In God, it says that um, in her backup, the TPT version says, This vision is for the future, time it describes the end, and it will be fulfilled. Hold on, let me read that. Hold on, y'all, because I just missed it all. This vision is for the future time. It describes the end. It will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it. It will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So anything that God has shown to you, anything that God has revealed to you, he showed it to you from the end. It described the end and there's a process that you have to walk out and just start and work backwards to get to the beginning to be able to walk it out so though it seems slow and coming wait patiently for it wait patiently that's the pati- let patience have her perfect work y'all but in the time of wait and patiently build your stamina you have to have stamina during this time. God is building our stamina uh, when we are waiting for something to be fulfilled in our lives. We, when we are wait, when we are waiting for something, stamina is the ability to sus- to sustain prolonged physical or mental effort. It is also the moral or emotional strength to continue with a difficult process. And it's also the power to endure fatigue. Increasing your stamina, it helps you endure discomfort or stress when you're doing um, any of these activities. And it also reduces uh, fatigue and um, exhaustion. So stamina is going to be one of the key things of you having to preventing uh, hopelessness. You have to build your stamina. How do you build your stamina? You build your stamina by reading the word of God all the time. Reading the word of God every day. Combat negative thoughts. When you want to say something negative, when you think something negative, when you feel something negative, confess the opposite. Do the opposite. This is how you're building your stamina and you're building it with being consistent. You have to be consistent when you're doing it. This is how you are building your stamina, confessing the word of God. Believe Not only confessing, This is oh, this, and this is the part that I had to partner with. Not only confess the word of God, but you have to believe the word of God. So sometimes you have to keep confessing until you believe. So even if you don't believe it, the first two or three times, you may not believe it. But keep confessing until you believe it. Because if you keep saying the thing, that's also kind of like how liars is. They'll keep telling the lie to the point where they they begin to believe that their lie is truth. Sound like the, uh, like the, uh, like deception, right? (laughs) Like false prophets and believers and stuff like that. They'll keep telling the lie. You ever had some, you ever came in contact with somebody who lied so much that they believe their own lies I'm trying not to make this low, y'all. I'm going to wrap it up, okay? I'm going to wrap it up. But have you ever had... I'm, I'm coming to uh, people like that. that They lie so much and they, just, they believe their own lies. Confess it so much. And that's the thing about it. One thing, the difference between that, between the liar and what you will be doing, is that you'll be confessing the truth. So you have to come into agreement. Your mind is going to... The mind, the mind your brain cells and the molecules and all that type of stuff in your brain is eventually going to click. But you have to confess it. This is how you build your stamina consistently. You build in your stamina. You build in your strength to be able to endure whatever it is that is coming your way. The power to endure. You have the power to endure in order to produce that power to endure, to increase that power of endurement. Keep confessing. Keep doing. There's power and consistency. There is power in your consistency. Sometimes hopelessness will come because we are not consistent in our our lives. We are not consistent in the things of God. We're not consistent in the natural things. We don't consistently do something enough in order to break a cycle. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good to me. I don't know about you, but that's good. consistency will break a cycle consistency has the power to break cycles you consistently keeps doing something you're creating a new habit you're creating a new cycle so we always talk about you know bad cycles bad things that happen bad you know generational curses or, or generational things that's in your bloodline and stuff like that but there also can be good things if you change the way that it's been change the way that, with new disciplines with new consistencies so when you're doing those because you when you build this so when you're being consistent in something you're you're breaking a cycle and you're incorporating a new one so, whatever it is that you want to see, you have the power to change your life. But if you allow hopelessness to continue to overtake your mind, and if you don't fi- find something to thank God for, find something to be grateful for, find something to say, thank you, God. Just thank you for if you're able to say, thank you, God. Thank you for breath. Thank you for life. I'm here. Thank you. Even if you do not, oh, even if you do not want to be here, thank him for your life. Even if you don't want to be here, thank him for your life because he sees something that you don't see. He sees something greater in you that you don't even see in yourself at the moment, but he sees something greater. If you're here, if you're listening to me, God sees something greater in you. There's greatness on the inside of you. There's power and there's authority on the inside of you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. There's absolutely nothing that you cannot do. There's absolutely nothing that you cannot overcome. There's absolutely nothing that you cannot conquer because God has vested. Some, the, the great, His greatest spirit lives on the inside of you. The same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is that same spirit that's living on the inside of you. So every dead thing on the inside of you, you have the power for, for it to be awakened. It's the same spirit that's on the inside of you. That same spirit. I don't even think that we can even fully comprehend the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. If you can comprehend that, I'm here to tell you your life matters. Your life matters. You cannot check yourself out of here early. I break that thought off of your mind. I break and I disrupt that assignment of suicide in the name of Jesus. Every assignment, every assault aimed at your mind, aimed at your soul to take you out of this place for you to end your life. I break it in the name of Jesus and I prophesy and I speak life in the name of Jesus Christ. I place you on the path of righteousness and life and I take you off of the path of death and destruction. You shall live and not die. Confess that over your life. You shall live and not die you shall live and not die you shall live and you shall not die you will not die here you will see the goodness of the Lord. You will eat the good of the land. You will not die here. You will see it with your own eyes. I don't care what like what you're going through in life. I don't care what it looks like right now. I don't care what you're feeling. God has spoken and declared a word and a promise over your life and it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It will come to pass though it tarries. Wait for it because it will surely come. It will surely come to remind you, it will surely come. Your life may not have been turning out the way that you have that you thought you it should turn out or the way that you intended for it to turn out. But I'm here to tell you that God is the author and the finisher of your faith. Your story is already written. It's not being written. My life coach told me that. And I appreciate it a great thing. Story is not being written. It's already written. God knew the end from the beginning. Oh, I just hit my hand on some of y'all. But God knew the end before the beginning. He's the beginning and the end. So what your life, your story was already written. It's already been established. You're just discovering it. You're just discovering it. So, but you have to keep walking to continue to to discover it, and you can't do it in your own strength. You have to depend on the strength of God. You can't do this in your own strength. So, this process, this time, this season that you are in, is building your stamina. It's building your stamina. So, I try. I'm trying to keep these things short, y'all, but. So be consistent, exercise the word of God. This is what's going to dismantle those lies. And then where you'll be able to identify with truth. When you're reading the word of God, you are you are building your identity around truth. That's what you're feeding yourself. Not feeding yourself with lies, not feeding yourself with social media or what people may say. No. You're feeding yourself with truth. You're identifying with the truth of God, of who God says that you are. And that is all that matters. That is all that matters. You'll never leave me. You say that you won't forsake me. You're right beside me. And that is all that matters. You are a covenant keeping God. You are a covenant-keeping God, Yahweh, a covenant-keeping God, Yahweh, covenant-keeping God. He's a covenant-keeping God, y'all. He's a covenant-keeping God. So, remember, you're building your stamina. Read the Word of God every day. And allow that to wash you, to form and frame your mind. When your mind and when your heart is being formed, your mind is being formed, your tongue and your words begin to be formed. And what, whatever is coming out of your tongue, coming out of your mouth, your world is being formed. So if you don't like what you have seen, begin to speak something else, coming into agreement. But you can't, you can only come into agreement with what you know. You can only speak with what you know. So if all you've known is, you know, if what you've been experiencing, if that is over, if that's talking more loud than God. So if disappointment, if hurt, if grief, if sorrow, anger, frustration, trauma, if that is What's been feeding you, of what you, of what you put your focus on, that's probably what you've been speaking or speaking from that place. So that's probably the fruit that you're seeing. But when you begin to wash yourself and and feed yourself with the Word of God, you'll begin to see your language, your mind, your heart, everything about you will begin to change. So, I'm over my time, but what I want it to be, I pray that this has helped you remember, you matter, your life matter. Your voice matter. And if you're listening to this, there's still more that God has for you. So I pray that you are encouraged on today. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. You cannot give up. Giving up is not an option. It's just it's just not. You can't give up. I'm here to tell you there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay? All right? So I will see y'all back here on next week. I thank you guys for tuning in on today's episode. I love y'all and have an amazing week.